Creative News, a podcast about finding your passion and making a career out of it. I'm Alex. I'm Cameron. Let's get into it. This is episode five. Oh my gosh, episode five. That's wicked. That's what, let's, just, let's, do, let's just do it. Go, 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 go. What's happening, Cameron? What's going on? Tell me I'm, what's happening. I'm feeling good. Um, I've finished all my user studies this if, week. If you missed the last one, what is that? Just a quick... So I've been testing a prototype this week. Uh, I've run a study with 16 people. Um, They've come in and used the prototype, giving me some really awesome feedback. Uh, And I'm going to get started on analyzing the data and going over the interviews that I collected. So really exciting stuff. Awesome. Um, Hopefully going to really ramp up some of the research I've been doing on my PhD recently. Doggy. What have you been up to, Alex? I have been doing. I never. Every time you come ask, come to ask me what I've been doing, I always crumble straight away. I'm like, but I do not want to talk. Did you make anything this week? Yeah, you always do that as well. You always, you always do that. (laughs) I'm making a a water. What is it? It's a water filtration kit, which is to be deployed post disaster or extreme weather event. So the same way you put out sandbags a couple of days before you would um, be given or you would buy this prior to an event just to improve so, the preparedness. So say the there was going to be some extreme snow weather yeah. in the UK, mm-hmm. um, would, I, would I be able to purchase the yeah, you, before you'd be able to. You'd definitely be able to purchase it throughout, throughout without milk or bread. Well, you'd have milk anyway because you're a vegan <laughs> and the bread, you barely eat bread. I so you soy milk and yes, I don't eat bread. But I'm so, thinking about so, the general, the average British person when snow comes, they want I mean, milk and bread. I definitely said water filtration, so I don't know when the bread and milk have come into this equation. <laughs> Sorry, carry so, on, carry on. No, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's a filtration kit to be deployed post-disaster slash extreme weather. What, what stage is that in? Prototype stage one, usable prototype stage one, because the prior was just solid foam forms. Now I'm actually doing usable products. So I put all the main filtration elements within it. All I need to start to progress on is the materials. So I don't know why I'm talking about this, but there you go. That's just an insight into my uni, and that's insight into Cameron's PhD. I mean, general week-wise, it's been pretty interesting because there's a lot of people having an interest in side projects yeah yeah side side projects projects. Um, and that's what we're talking about today is getting your idea yeah because um, the best way to find your side project is to have lots of ideas by the way I'm dabbing because I did an awesome link from our our, what we've been doing this week to our topic of the podcast I want you to comment saying well that's the best link you've ever done Alex because I'm super stoked and that's why you can never have a good segue because you can't have a segue without acknowledging in the good segue. Listen, right, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do what I want. Let's carry on. <laughs> Let's carry on. I'll do what I want. All right. So, yeah, side project ideas. So we're going to be talking a bit about getting your ideas, um, acting on them, and sort of how you start to carve out the time and keep pushing at them because, you know, the ideas, you know, they come quite easily. They'll come and go, but the execution is where it's key. And we're hoping... Uh, we we'll hope to give you some good ways to. We touched on based on execution. We touched on this uh, topic a little bit on the first episode. You know, with a really crinkly tape one, the one that you ruined, Cameron. <laughs> the crinkly tape episode. Yeah, the infamous, the, crinkly, the infamous tape crinkly tape episode. What's the way to come up with an idea? And what do we mean by getting your idea in the first place? Does that mean idea for? Uh, 
project? So does that mean an idea for a company? What, 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 what context are we putting it in? I think ideas can be big and small, can't they? They can yeah. be side projects to... Um, the clicking of that pen's probably come up on mic. How about that? How about Brilliant. clicking of the pen? Brilliant. Take Brilliant. that, listener. Um, so, we, yeah, we, they can be big ideas like, hey, I've got a, a side project for a company. But they could also be ideas for, like, oh, I, I want to learn something new or try a new workout routine or something. And those are also ideas. So, I've got this idea um, that you want to better develop uh, your drawing skills. So then you need to think of ways to kind of carve out the time for that, how you're going to go about doing it, what books you need to pick up, who you need to seek out and talk to. So I think ideas can be both big companies or ideas that are just going to help you in the meantime. So say you want to learn a new programming language, maybe you need an idea for a small game you want to make, and then you can test your ability to do that programming language. Where do you get yours from? Game. How do you allocate your ideas or how do you form them? So I think... organize them? What happens? So I think I'm in a very privileged position of being sort of a UX designer-y kind of person uh, working in sort of research and human-computer interaction because I get to interact with lots of humans um, that help inform my ideas. So I go out, I talk to people. So I might have like a rough idea that I want to build a prototype for artists, which is currently what I'm doing. Uh, and then I go out and actively find artists to talk to and talk to multiple ones, start to gather like themes, maybe like problems that they come up with or things that they wish they had. Uh, and then I'll kind of collect all that together and then maybe a bit, add a bit of my own creative spice to it as well. And then start kind of developing ideas from that. I have in the past had ideas just spontaneously come though as well, which is always fun. How they instigated the most spontaneous? Do you know if there is a potion for those spontaneous ones? I think, I mean, it's it's hard because the, the whole, the definition of spontaneous is that they they will randomly just come at you. But some people, it's like, uh, mm. it's, it's like ninjas, they, they can, or not even the, those monks, they can bring forth those sponta- spontaneous moments. Yeah, I if mean... If you know what I mean. Spontaneity I mean, trained. <laughs> I think you have to, like, set up a creative environment for yourself and you have to be trying lots of new things to be in a good space for ideas ah, to come to you. Trying new things, that's a good yeah. one. That's linking to the previous episode where we're talking about yes is more. Yeah, so, like, saying yes to a new experience and then having that new experience or meeting that new person can often give you new ideas certainly so then what was your most recent most recent idea that you had most recent idea so at the moment I'm working on trying to make a colour the photoshop colour wheel heck no at the moment you work on an applique that's the most recent idea I'm not going to lie I'm just joking I'm just joking go ahead go ahead go ahead Um, so we're working on a tangible colour wheel for artists Um, so taking the flat gooey based colour wheel that you will all see in your photoshop or your microsoft paint and trying to make it a a physical portable tool that you can use wherever you go you've got a physical dial on it you can swap and change with other artists so you can like show colours and that idea came from literally talking to artists going out finding people that are going to use the thing uh, and finding out what they think about it and what they think about the existing prototypes uh, so existing tools uh, and how they can be improved on that's uni related and then the side do you have side ones or do you like to keep them all together in one pool it's like adding dye to water with some people with others it's like literally strengthening in a broth 
<laughs> a very metaphorical example. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I think sometimes I'll have spirits where I'll sit down and I say like... You'll have spirits? Spirits. Oh, I said spirits. I was like... Spirits where I've got it. It's very... Uh, mythological? Myth- sit. I don't know what words I'm using, carry on. I think I've mentioned on the podcast before Crazy 8. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. so there, there are moments where I'm like, right, okay, I'm going to challenge myself to within a set amount of time, I will come up with, like, eight ideas in eight minutes, right? So that's the definition of Crazy 8. And it's, in, it's eight sketches in eight minutes. True. Um, so just coming up with lots of ideas in a short amount of time, because if you have lots of ideas, then that means that... There's bound to be a few good ones right inside of those. So uh, the idea is to get like a good quantity of ideas rather than just trying to find that one good one because once you've got lots, you can start to sieve through. And because it only took you eight minutes to come up with them, if there are eight absolutely rubbish ideas, then just throw them out. I mean, you've only lost eight minutes. Okay, so there are there other kind of activities that you've got then to get that, to get ideas? Uh, flowing noted down because I use a notebook on the morning I wake up at 5 and then do my meditation strip the notebook and just think about ideas any idea stupid or good and just literally slam them down start to work out the ideas muscle in my brain I've used the word idea 65,000 times I counted my one is just noting it down right here in my notebook and then just reading through them all I'm like what the heck are all these then maybe once in a while there'll be a really cool one only because I don't want to be refining them in my head because you're kind of defunking stuff that could be quite good to develop and once you've got those ideas I think it's important to share those ideas as well um, like actually tell people because ah, they very good because they're gonna add something to it right yeah like even if it's something where you listen to it and you think oh, okay well I'm not gonna do it that way or it could be the case it's like oh wow that's a completely amazing addition to the idea um, I hadn't even thought about it that way and then that develops it into a new idea and then you might ask somebody else and they say oh that's great have you thought of this or mm, I don't think I'd use that maybe like ask somebody else or you know there's like getting out there talking to people gathering opinions doing almost like polling and like user research like go and ask someone like if you come up with an idea for a new tool um, like a new website idea for a new application kind of like the Uber of pancakes then go and ask Do someone it. like would you actually use this service but at the same time though don't get downtrodden because not everybody can see the vision that you're seeing yes. so even if yeah, they say no well. I'll still try it anyways and, then, then, and that's yeah. where you need to practice your pitch right as well so if somebody shuts it down um, don't always think it's because it's a bad idea I think it's maybe because you didn't tell the story about your tell your vision um, tell the story of your vision well enough um, so try somebody else and try again and try again also by telling people if it's if it turns out to be kind of a good um, invention or whatever you've come up with um, then you, that person your friend your family relative I don't know who you're telling I don't really care either I'm just joking that person then becomes accountable they can be accountable for your actions so if it's something you're really interested in or really passionate about they can help you get that thing done and get you moving with that yeah. only by only by not not like even giving you money or anything but just literally by checking up on you have you um written your business plan yet or have you done those sketches yet or yeah. have you going to speak to that guy down the road accountability about key, whatever yeah. yeah it's just it's just really 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 good it's a really good and easy way 
to get things moving. And so it starts with telling. If you have no one in your social group that is going to make you accountable to your idea that you really want to get done, then try to bring in some kind of, well, try and find someone or try to bring in some kind of self-accountability. So um, maybe like set yourself milestones or reminders and things like that. I, I write notes to myself. So I've, got, I've normally got quite firm goals right now of where I want to be going or where I want to be heading or predominantly my values. So I write, I write those notes saying them, um, you want to help people or you, know, you want to be uh, an inspiration or whatever. I write those notes and I hide them. Yeah. That way when I'm doing, I don't know, tidying my bedroom or something, I uncover this note that I've folded up three weeks ago, even three years ago. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm kind of reminding myself that I yeah, really yeah. want to be in this direction. Yeah, without, because there's some days where you, you'll wake up and you, you might forget. not. Yeah, you might forget. And you might have self-doubt on your ideas as well. You've, you've gone away, you've taken the time to come up with these ideas. Um, uh, and you found one and you're focusing on it and you're talking to people and everyone's excited but you still might wake up one day and think my god what am I doing this isn't like this isn't very good and so, so yeah. you need that affirmation just, and you need that reminder uh, yeah so whether it's yourself whether it's mm. um, someone that you care about that you know will like keep you on track or whether it's your you know your business partner like me and Alex will keep each other in key of like oh the, you know the have you edited the podcast? Yeah, we're doing the podcast. <laughs> Have you done it yet? <laughs> yeah, edit the podcast, you know, like set in a time that we meet for yeah. it rather than just being like, oh, you feel like doing a podcast today? And then we yeah. go for like, eh, no, no, no. We're like, no, Tuesday night, we report, we record the podcast mm-hmm. and we show up, you know? So they, yeah, setting those kind of targets and accountability. Even uh, social media, because a lot of us have got social media, right? So you've got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Um, you can document those, what, whatever thing you've started. Mm-hmm. And then if, you, if you're frequent with this documenting or saying, oh, I've got this idea and I want to try and roll with it. If you're frequent enough, people will eventually pick up on what you're doing and, and they'll be asking or they'll ask if you stop for a while if you know yeah. what I mean if you're posting if you're saying oh I want, I'm, I'm starting photography so these are my pictures these are my pictures then eventually you've got a three, three week block of nothing maybe you'll get some messages going in going where are your pictures I thought you were, you were trying to do photography I thought you wanted to make it to the big league I thought you wanted to go to Hollywood mm-hmm. then you'll be like ah oh, crap yeah I did actually yeah, do- documenting um, your stuff on say social media like on yeah whether it's an Instagram stories or whether you're writing a journal on Medium or something like that um, it really like I think it's like a bit of a reward as well to yeah. it because it's like maybe if you build something in isolation um, then sometimes you you'll could never feel know. Yeah, you'll, <laughs> you'll never, never know, know if that's like um, like you maybe at the end of the day you might think oh I spent all day on that on my idea um, but I didn't actually like I don't feel like I got anywhere whereas if you did a quick like two minute like or you know, 30 second yeah. Instagram story of like oh look what I did today then you'll probably feel like you made like a mini movie about yeah. your achievement true um, and that can be really self satisfying I think the best way of learning is doing that's, that's, that's what I'll just say as bluntly as possible because you can always read as many books as you want watch as many videos as you want ask as many people as you want but ultimately, the only way you'll find out whether your idea is good, the product that you're making is good, is if you try it and actually act on it. <laughs> yeah. I think with the on the Instagram story front, I, I for a while now, have been doing Instagram stories about my photography. 
Um, and I've been putting up photos on my photography Instagram, which is CDC of Photography. Um, but this week, I've kind of made the decision, or specifically today, that I'm going to be start doing the same thing that I do with stories as a as a photography hobby, um, with what I do with my PhD in day to day life. Because I think there's like I've started to realize that there's lots of being a third year PhD student now. I think there's lots of lessons and things mm-hmm. I can talk about there, um, that I think people will be interested in, and I'll be able to share a lot more on there. So that whole like documenting your process is really great. Um, really satisfying uh, and it's and it makes maybe something maybe works but you can sometimes feel lonely feel much more social because you're just putting it up on Instagram and all of a sudden somebody you may have haven't spoken to in a little while will DM you and say oh hey that looks cool um, or hey can we see more of this also it's who you're hanging around with I would say if you hang around with a bad crowd that constantly uh, are wishful think- thinkers or that literally want to be going along with the status quo then it's going to be kind of hard to innovate and to be different and to you know stand out in general. Yeah. So I think it's kind of good, not kind of good, it is good to uh, analyse and think about other people yeah. that I am hanging around with beneficial to my growth. There's a good equation for this and I think Tim Ferriss mentions it in the 4-Hour Work Week, which is a fantastic book. And he says that you are the sum of the closest three people that you hang around with. Say that again. You're the sum of the closest three people you hang around with. Bam! So if you're hanging around with three people that are negative and complaining and down on life, or down on you at least, or your ideas and trying to be inspiring, then you are surrounding yourself in a cloud and it will be hard to get past that. Bam! Truth. Truth. Hashtag truth. That might mean hard decisions. Like, if that person is your mum, you have to now unfriend your mum, you know? Do it. And, like, Literally. obviously you can't unfriend your mum, but what you could do is instead of seeing her, instead of, like, calling her, like, twice a week or whatever, you could just avoid it and wait until she calls you, yeah. you know? And, like, I mean, that's quite an extreme But it's example. a necessary sacrifice. But yeah, though. yeah, but it's it, could, it could sacrifice. just literally be one of your friends that you are probably don't even like if he's complaining all the time you probably don't care for him much anyway or her or whoever it is have another thing though 100% yeah yeah like literally like it might just mean that you don't go and sit next to them in the library every mm-hmm. day and you take the decision to work at a cafe or at home uh, and maybe you only see them on the weekends you know or something like that 100% so that that's a good way of being able to keep pushing at your goal and so just one more time what was that line again that Mr Tim T- is he Timothy or is he Tim he's technically a Timothy yes I Good think man. he puts Timothy on all his books sweet so what um, does a Mr Timothy say Mr Tim Ferris. you're the sum of the closest three people that you hang around with you're the sum of the closest three people that you hang around with so um, and I said about the people who who say uh, I may do uh, I might do affirmation we talked talked about this earlier on you want to start saying I am and yeah. I I am I'm going to I shall just the more positive and words that are driven around action as opposed to wishful thinking yeah I was chatting with Katie the other night I was saying about like the amount I was training uh, for running at the time and she turned around and said oh yeah you're an athlete and I was like well no I don't consider myself an athlete that's what people in the Olympics do and then she said oh yeah but look Cameron like you train like pretty much every single day 
you watch all your nutrition and you go to the gym to support to do strength work that supports your running so you're not just a runner you're actually going the extra mile to do strength training to support your running so you don't get injured and you're watching all your nutrition to make sure that your running is completely on point even the point that you gave up alcohol to like a year and a bit ago like for predominantly because of running um she said why, why does that not make you an athlete and you run in competitive races and i was like oh yeah like you know you always think like oh an athlete is somebody at the olympics but then you realize well you know in my own way i'm training like hard and i'm watching my nutrition like an athlete would yeah i'm not doing it just maybe as like full time and i've got a whole team behind me to support my running but that's definitely an example where you like think of yourself as a professional, even if you're not in the big leagues yet. You know, if you're 100%. if you're doing a bunch of coding, but you're only a computer science student at the moment, um, still consider yourself a software developer and put things on GitHub and think that you know people will download them because you are a programmer. You know, okay, maybe you don't know every line of Java code. I don't either, but I'm still I still consider myself a developer because I can build programs. Maybe they're only small ones. Maybe other people can build bigger ones than mm-hmm. me. But I'm still a programmer and I'm still doing work. And you just keep keep pushing forward. That's going on with the it's not a sprint. It's a no, marathon. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And just because you're a small time software developer, you're still a software developer. And then you you keep telling yourself that and eventually you'll be building the big program big programs like the software developers that you think that are the real software developers but you're all real software developers it's just some people have put more put more time in yeah. and have had more experience speaking of put more time in how bad do you actually want it that's the, that's the thing and I tell myself this with applicator all the time when, we've, when I've got a couple of tasks to do and then it's, I'm doing all the oh I wish I could do this I wish I had time to do that you just gotta be like how bad do I actually want this? If I wanted it really bad, if I wanted this to go forward, I wanted this to be the best thing ever, I would be dropping all the crap that I'm doing and just be going for it straight away. Yeah, yeah. I would be not making any mistakes. I'm not going to skip training or um, go to McDonald's and ha- or hang out with my friends. I'm going to be going for it straight away because I want it bad. Yeah. And yeah. The, the people that are around me kind of want it. Even some of them don't want it. I want it bad. I'm going to go for it. Basically, yeah, I'm gonna, for it, I'm, gonna for it, I'm gonna freaking go for it. Yeah, if you want it, you'll um, <laughs> you'll be able to optimize. Trust me, if you want it bad enough, you will optimize all your other tasks. That's like the video it. on YouTube. We, we, I think a lot of you should know the Eric Thomas. How bad do you want it? And if you don't know the video, watch it. <laughs> Type it in. How bad do you want it? And it's like the most quoted video for especially a lot of the sports people. If you play rugby or football, it's the biggest hype video ever. But it's just the contents of it is crazy. How bad do you you want it yeah how about do you want it Cameron how about do you want applicate or how about do you want me whatever you're doing what's your ideas or how about do you want how about I want my how about do you want them Cameron do you want them or not are you ready for this I a lot of energy oh no I I de- like I may I may sometimes sound like I'm not pumped I don't know sometimes my emotions come out but this is gonna sound weird I really want my PhD and it's like I can't like emphasize it more but yes like literally my like I've got my big focuses at the moment which is PhD like becoming a doctor which I really want to do in interaction design and contributing 
with some really cool um, user research over the next couple of months as I come towards the end of that. And then alongside that, I'm just like 100% on building this podcast uh, and building what Applique is and bringing all my research and UX skills to Applique uh, and really growing that and having the next step in my um, sort of journey in life. So we're gonna wrap up with a few lightning tactics to, to stick to your idea, use your calendar, carve out time, yeah? So you literally, you wanna learn to draw. Okay, go to your calendar and carve out like an hour in the morning or an hour in the evening, whenever you work best, every day and just put an hour slot in or a half hour slot, wherever you can commit to, but lock it in and then like don't stray away from it. That is like a really good way. That's a really good actionable tactic to get that done. And then the other one I want to give is setting yourself big goals and giving them like actual deadlines so instead of saying oh this month i'm going to learn to um i'm going to learn cinematography right no say i am going to shoot um five films this month and the first one is going to be finished on the 10th of march and then add those actual dates and stick you know stick to those deadlines it's like almost setting yourself assignments that's why coursework worked so well in school because you actually had a deadline and you actually had to deliver those deadlines and now in the real world you get to choose what those things are and that's really cool because it's not you're being forced to do stuff anymore you can choose the things and use the same tactics and it works really well so that's my lightning kind of like ways of sticking to your goal is set deadlines and carve out time in your calendar to do it okay cool do you have any tactics to share affirmation i'm big on how are you talking about your ideas i am i will i shall that's why i would want you to be saying around other people and to yourself so affirmation affirm your goals your ideas so that you can bring power to them action to them um what was the thing that tim Ferriss said you're the sum of the closest three people you hang around with who do who who do you hang around with what are they like with their affirmation what do they do what do they say is it healthy to your progress check it out evaluate it and change it alter it or stick with it okay and then the last one is to document as well because document is really important yeah, so if you're on the social uh, people are very curious I'm not going to lie to you they're very curious and you'll be surprised the amount, of, the amount of eyes ears will be on what you're doing and it could be one but that one person could be helping you out quite a lot yeah. it's crazy it's absolutely crazy so document it's very important to document so if you do make it or when you do make it affirmation remember then you can look back, other people can look back and be inspired, be helped out, learn from, and learn from what to do and what not to do according to what you've shown. Yeah, so, sharing stories. Share. So, because again, applique, we're about creating, sharing, and doing. So let us know what you're working on. Let us know your ideas. We're really intrigued about what cool things you may be coming up with or you may be trying. Yep, and so, we're, we're always sharing our stuff as well. You can find me, um, if you're interested in any of my PhD work or kind of general stuff I do, you can find me at CDCDR on Instagram. If you're specifically interested in photography, follow CDCDR Photography. That's where I keep it clean. That's just all my good photos, but CDCDR for the personal stuff. CDC photography. You just plug the heck out of your stuff. I'm not. I'm not scared. But if you want to be uh, contacting General Applique, that's at applique.co on Instagram and at applique everywhere everywhere else. Where can they find you personally? As I mean, I don't think you want to find me. But if you want to find me, that's uh, at Brooke Phase. That's P H A S E Phase. All right, that's about it. Yeah, brilliant. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Nice one.